to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yonts, and this is episode 28. And this is the wrestling show, where we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view last Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about Raw. I just watched SmackDown. We're going to talk about AEW, a little bit of New Japan, and TNA's run-in with The Rock. So stay tuned. So, this Sunday we had Hell in a Cell, and I thought this wasn't a bad pay-per-view. We started off with Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in an I Quit match in Hell in a Cell, which unfortunately to me, I feel that is overkill, but that's what they're doing. So, they told a really good story of uh, Jey Uso not, not giving up. Sorry about that. I don't know why. It's silent, and it still goes off the beep, but oh well, to each its own. So, um, yes, so Hell in a Cell happened, and Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, they had a pretty good match, and it ended with um, Jey Uso's brother coming out, I believe Jimmy Uso, and he put him in um, in the guillotine choke and knocked him out, and then Jey Uso uh, gave up. And it was very emotionally charged. We had Roman Reigns crying. He didn't want to do this. He didn't want to do that. Um, he's very good at selling this. In some ways, I think he's a really good actor. And he really, just really, he knows how to have, he has this presence that really carries on when he's, when he's performing. It doesn't feel fake. Everything he does feels real. I don't know if that's because he's only doing things that he knows he can do, but his presence is second to none. So I'm, I'm very impressed, and I really enjoy what Roman Reigns is doing. And Jey Uso is starting to grow on me a little bit too. So after the match, it was um, Afa and Sika, I forget which one is uh, Reigns' father, put the uh, lay over his head and pretty much anointed him the tribal chief. So, Roman Reigns is now the tribal chief, and Jey Uso now has to work with Roman Reigns. And we'll talk a little bit about that when we get to SmackDown. Next match, Elias defeated uh, Jeff Hardy via DQ. I'm going to be honest, I really didn't care about this match, uh, and I thought it was awful, and I could care less. Uh, Please bring the the old music of Jeff Hardy back, because he needs it. Uh, The Miz defeated Otis to win the Money in the Bank contract. What a waste of Otis. I I guess now The Miz is going to be Mr. Money in the Bank, and it's the 10-year anniversary from when he first won the Money in the Bank. But who cares? The Miz is, I'm sorry, he's meaningless to me. And Otis, I felt like he could have cashed it in and lost in a valiant effort. Uh, The next match we have is... um, Sasha Banks versus Bailey in a Hell in a Cell, and this was worthy of being in the Hell in a Cell, because Bailey tried to break Sasha Banks' neck, like she tried to end her career. So if there was any time where two people needed to be in the Hell in a Cell, it was those two, and they had a really good match, and it ended with poetic justice. Banks using the chair to choke out Bailey. So I thought that was a great ending. I mean, Bailey has to lose the title eventually, so 
I, I think ba Sasha was the right person to lose it to. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeated uh, Slapjack to retain the United States Championship. Who cares? It really wasn't that great of a match. And then we had the final Hell in a Cell of the night. Randy Orton defeated Drew McIntyre to win the WWE Championship. This is his third try. If he didn't win it here, I don't know when he was going to win it. Um, apparently, this match was booked by Chris Park's Abyss. So um, they fought outside. Drew McIntyre took a bump to the outside a la Shawn Michaels in uh, Hell in a Cell at Bad Blood 1997. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, well, I didn't really enjoy it, but I, I liked it. I mean, my favorite was the Roman Reigns one because I'm, I'm really enjoying that. But um, I thought they did a really good job. And Orton uh, dodged the uh, the Claymore kick and hit the RKO, and that was the one, two, three. And when Drew McIntyre hit the table, before he like kind of dragged himself back to the ring, he was like he almost had like internal bleeding. The problem that hurts the Hell in a Cell in this day and age in WWE is they don't do blood anymore. And if you don't do blood in a Hell in a Cell, I don't know what the point of doing Hell in a Cell is. The Hell in a Cell was sold on blood. When you saw Shawn Michaels bleed after The Undertaker beat the crap out of him, it was sold on the blood. It was sold on violence. And they don't do that anymore. So now it just looks like a red cage that doesn't go anywhere. So... I, I got to be honest with you. I thought this was a good pay-per-view. My favorite was the Roman Reigns match. Um, I thought Sasha and Bailey was, was good. I liked that. It's just, um, I don't know, something's missing with that. I, I felt it would have made more sense if they were in the main event. I'm really enjoying Bailey. I think Bailey has reinvented herself, so I like that. And Randy Orton needed to get the title if they're going to do that. Uh, let's move on to Raw. So we had Raw... Not much really happened. Um, basically, we'll just skip to the end because that was the only thing that really mattered to me. Um, well, Drew defeated uh, uh, The Miz with John Morrison in uh, 4 minutes and 12 seconds, so that was smart. Um, the real highlight it was a moment of bliss with uh, guest Randy Orton, and Randy Orton comes out and he says, I, you know, where is the fiend? And Drew McIntyre shows up, and he beats the crap out of Orton. And then as Orton is running away, the Fiend shows up. And then he runs in to face uh, Drew McIntyre. So he'd rather fight him than fight um, the Fiend. So eh, Raw was okay. I didn't really care about it. Let's move on to SmackDown. So SmackDown uh, opens up with uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. And Roman Reigns is basically like, look... This is the way it's got to be. I, you got to do, I got to do what I got to do. And uh, so basically he said, you got to, you know, kind of prove it to me. And then we had Kevin Owens versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. I could care less. Uh, Owens won, but, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Lars Sullivan cut a promo. I don't think he needs to be cutting these kind of promos. It kind of makes him look like, um, I don't. I don't know. I, maybe it'll work. Maybe I'll be wrong. I'm. I, I'll see. Bianca Belair defeated uh, Natalia and Billy Kay. It was okay. I, well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was horrible. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, Murphy apologizes to Ray, and it ends up to a big fight, and it's really dumb, and it's like Days of Our Lives stuff. And Aaliyah kissed Murphy, and who cares? This is not what I want to see in my professional wrestling. The Street Profits defeated Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. 
uh, whatever. <laughs> and then Jay Uso defeated Daniel Bryan in a good match. Um, and then Roman Reigns came out and said, make him understand. And he beat the crap out of uh, Daniel Bryan even more. And he said he gets it now. He gets it now. So now he's kind of aligned with um, Roman Reigns. So I thought that was a good way of um, continuing this story. So overall, the highlights in WWE are Roman Reigns. If you want to see the good stuff, just watch Roman Reigns. Everything else is just kind of eh. So when I come back, we'll talk about AEW. Okay, moving on to AEW. Um, I like this show. It wasn't my favorite, but it was good. Um, we started the show off with um, Hangman Page defeating uh, Wardlow. It's a good match. I really liked. Um, I really like Adam Page, and I think Wardlow is going to be. I think he's going to be something. Uh, John Moxley did a promo that was good. I like that. Um, Eddie Kingston defeated uh, Matt Sydal which he needs to do because he's going in for the championship and he used um, he used the choke to uh, submit Sidal. Um, the Young Bucks and FTR had an interview and the, the highlight of this is the Young Bucks said that if they do not win, uh, they will never challenge for the tag titles again. So I gotta believe they're winning here and it's about time they need to hold the, they need to hold the AEW tag titles. I would have said let it um, move forward, you know, or maybe move into next year. But no, let's put the titles on them. Everybody loves the Young Bucks. Just get it over with. The Inner Circle Town Hall was okay. We had um, Eric Bischoff showing up. And they did some things with, uh, it was, was kind of good. Um, MJF is really great on promos, so this was good. The the pretty much the point of this is basically Jericho said if you want to be in the inner circle you have to beat me. So my guess is um, Jericho is going to beat him and this is going to lead to a feud between MJF and Jericho. But we'll see. Uh, Cody defeated Orange Cassidy to retain the title. They had some outside interference from the um, the Dark Order, so he didn't basically Cody didn't see it but uh, basically well, I think he did didn't he see it? I guess no he didn't have it well there were the lumberjacks out there uh, basically um, John Silver jumped in and hit a pump kick on Cassidy Cody didn't see the kick but took advantage of it and they hit the crossroads and pinned Cassidy um, they still protected Orange Cassidy here. Um, I think Darby Allen is probably going to win the title against Cody. I think it's a smart move. Um, they did a thing with Kip Sabian and Miro attacking the best friends backstage. They said that we, we offered you presents and then they beat the crap out of them. And Miro said he will never forgive them for what they have done. Uh, so then we move into, let's see, we had Serena Deeb who just defeated... Uh, uh, I forget Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's Championship, and that was so. Serena Deeb defeated uh, Layla Hirsch to retain the title. We had Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard defeating VSK. It was okay. I didn't really care. And then the main event was AEW World Title, uh, the tournament, the end of the tournament. Uh, well, to decide who's going to be in the finals, Kenny Omega defeated Penta L0M. I don't know why we can't just call him Pentagon Jr., but 
he was substituting for Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega acted very heelish here and he continues to sell the, the heelish uh, aspect of his character so he's going heel and I think he's defeating Adam Page uh, he's going to defeat Hangman Page and he's going to win the world title from Moxley in February or January and I think that's the right move and I like the way they're booking everything so that was good um, NXT actually won the ratings war this week um, I caught the tail end of it with um, with uh, Io Shirai defeating um, defeating Candice LeRae in a tables, ladders, and scares match to retain her title. That was pretty good. Um, they had a house of it was all Halloween Havoc uh, stuff, so it was interesting. Johnny Gargano defeated uh, Damian Priest, so Damian Priest maybe maybe moving up. Um, in a Devil's Playground match, uh, Pete Dunne returned. Uh, Santos Escobar defeated Jake Atlas in a non-title match. Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis. That was stupid. Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, it was okay. Um, for the Wednesday nights, I enjoyed AEW better, but, you know, to each its own. You know, we'll see what, it, see what it's got to go on to all right so let's move on to the last things i'm going to talk about and uh, we'll wrap up with that so impact wrestling had um they had the rock the rock was on impact wrestling tv unbelievable I mean, it was a taped segment, but to get The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, on their program says a lot about, you know, his friendship with uh, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock asked The Rock to do an induction for him, and he did. And it was really nice, and it was really thoughtful, and so (laughs) The Rock has, they have a segment of The Rock in Impact Wrestling. So... Uh, I believe this weekend we have Power Struggle uh, in New Japan's Power Struggle. And I'm excited to see what, where the, um, where the, where the, um, where the, um, let's see. I'm looking at all this stuff. Wait, no, we don't have it. It's not this weekend. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not this weekend. Cut that out. It's not this weekend. It's actually the 7th. Uh, we have some like lead-ups to it, but Power Struggle, the, the one that actually means something, which is going to have Kota Ibushi versus Jay White, and that will be for the, um, for the briefcase, for the G1 uh, contract. And Tessio Naito versus Evil will headline uh, that with the uh, IG... W, IWGP Heavyweight Championship in the IG, IWGP Intercontinental Double Championship match, which he's been doing all year long, and I think they've done a good job of um, maintaining that. So that's what's going on there. I'm going to now riff a little bit and talk about some of the things that I think that are good. I'm enjoying the Roman stuff. I said that before, but I'm going to say it again. I really enjoy what they're doing with Roman Reigns. This is the perfect character for him. He's playing like a godfather type character. And him delegating instructions 
is a great way for him to get heat. Instead of him destroying guys, he's got guys doing it for him, and he does it in a way that's so passive, aggressive. He's not, you know, he's not really, he's not, he's just like, show them, show them what what's going to happen to him. The Hell in a Cell, I, I feel the Hell in a Cell is flawed because you can't do blood. AEW, I'm enjoying Kenny Omega, and I think the Young Bucks are going to become champions. Um, I'd like to see Jay White win the uh, briefcase, but I don't know yet. Um, the Rock thing was good, and um, yeah, I don't think I have much left to say. This is kind of going to be kind of a short show because um, I might start going into more detail with certain things here, but uh, yeah, this is kind of a short show. They basically had a lot of qualifying matches for the Survivor Series because this is the one time of year where we have the brands fight each other, which is bull, but, you know, that's what they want to say. Um, so Roman Reigns is going to face Randy Orton. That should be kind of interesting because this is the new Ra uh, Roman Reigns and this is the new Randy Orton, and they're both heels, so I don't know how they're going to do that. And the big thing happened is all the Twitch people like AJ Styles and Paige are being forced to shut down their Twitch. And I don't think they want this to happen. Uh, Paige is kind of like contemplating quitting the company and I don't blame her. She probably makes a lot of money from, from, the, uh, from the Twitch uh, channel. So I, I think it's ridiculous that they're doing this to them, but that's what's happening. Uh, so hopefully uh, Paige is able to get out of WWE so she can continue her Twitch channel or fight this because this is ridiculous that they're trying to say that they can uh, do this. Um, the quarter uh, financials came out. They did um, pretty well from all of that. I mean, they fired everybody so that these things could work the way they have. And they had the Thunderdome and they presented that and... So, yeah, hopefully things change, um, but, yeah, interesting stuff happening in uh, the world of professional wrestling. And with that, I think that about does it. I don't have much to say here. Um, I think I'm going to take more extensive notes so that this can at least be more of a 30-minute show than 20-minute show. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I've got hopefully some more interviews coming back. I hope you enjoyed my interview with the wrestling superfan. And as always, you can check out the Dave Meltzer interview. I'm hoping to have another interview soon from another prominent wrestling journalist, but we will see. So I want to say thank you for listening and I appreciate it. And I will see you next time on the DMF.